0: Politics without the soap opera with unfiltered constitutional conservative truth. The conservative review with Daniel Horowitz. And welcome back, friends, Americans and countrymen, forgotten American taxpayers to the one and only conservative review podcast. This is your host, Daniel Horowitz, the one and only host of independent conservative news and views. Here we got our. Sound technician, Garrett, up here in the house with me, actually, from our DC office, fixing stuff up. So I got all these gizmos here just uh, distracting me and confusing me. So if I'm a little bit off today, just uh, indulge me in that, understand that. But it is Friday. It is March the 6th. We got a lot to talk about. But first off, I want to thank all of you for your kind messages uh, for those of you who don't know, I give out my email, dharowitz at blazemedia.com. Um, we already have a group together forming this Facebook page. And I don't have a date yet, but we will, you know, have it go live. This is not the solution I've been talking about for five years. It's something. It's it's a way of those of us that think that maybe no one else thinks like us, but there's more of us out there than we would imagine, want to just get together are able to meet each other, maybe work together on issues, share stories of interest, raise awareness. And my hope is that this will be the impetus down the road for actually working on what I talked about, citizens task forces, where we just shadow box government, where we have a group of people dealing with healthcare, Homeland Security, foreign policy, and just raising awareness, putting out reports, Where, you know, then that way I could take them, put them in articles and grab headlines, drive narratives, drive debate, you know, influence as much as we can. So the first step is just getting people to organize it. Obviously, I can't have, you know, several hundred people organizing it. So we have that done already, but keep emailing me because we're going to put your emails into a list And eventually, as we start getting to know each other on this Facebook page and we want to go take this to the next level of actually getting into activism and alerting people, then, you know, we'll have your information and, you know, you could start posting in the comments on there. And I think that's how we're going to start to get together as a community. So really looking forward to that as well. Until now, keep sending out the show on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you hear it. Give us a five star uh, review at either website or either uh, or any place where you hear podcasts. Now, speaking of action alerts, there are a lot of action alerts to deal with. And I just want to preface with my goal in the short run. Obviously, long term, we need a movement. We need a party. Um, Trump's not going to be around forever. but. Until then, Trump is everything. He has all the influence over Republican voters. Republican voters have influence over him. He is the president. He is the one that has the power to do a lot of what we want.
1: And that is where we need to really focus our fire. I want to start off with a biblical analogy.
0: A lot of people get very personal and insulted. Oh, are you criticizing Mr. Trump, Daniel? And they're they don't realize how counterintuitive they are, not just to what is right and just for our country, but what is right for Trump himself. The Book of Kings begins with King David, you know, really in his last year, his waning strength and health, as a question of how much control he has. Uh he promised uh you know, and, and it was God's promise that King Solomon, that Solomon would take over the throne. And continue the kingdom and God's ways after him, build the temple, bring God's divine presence down. And suddenly people started noticing like, hey, there's this wayward son, one of David's bad sons that was just holding court. And he, he started acting as, as the king as if he was going to take over. And Nathan, the prophet, uh, went over to Solomon's mother and said, hey, like, you know, do, do you I mean, d- does King David know this? I mean, does he know that the opposite of what he said was going to happen is seems to be happening? And if we don't do do something, we're going to have a really wicked king like the king of the 10 tribes and not was not going to go in, in King David's ways. Like, d- does he recognize that? And, you know, he got basically his plan was to get the one person in who would have David's ear, his wife, to beseech him and say, hey, you know, like, do you realize we're having a coup here? And if you don't step in, this is not going to end well. And he stepped in and it ended well. And King Solomon uh, vanquished that guy and became king. When you look at what is happening on immigration, This week, when you look at what is happening on crime with Kim Kardashian, not angel moms or the National Sheriff's Association and prosecutors driving the narrative in the White House, when you look at every front with them them obsessing with amnesty, with them increasing low skilled visas to record levels, another thirty five thousand Chad Wolf announced yesterday. When you look at high skilled visas they want to bring in, when you look at them jettisoning uh, E-Verify. One after another, when you look at one bad personnel after another. And, and you're looking at it and it's not just like, hey, we're falling short of Trump's escalator speech, the famous speech where he came down that escalator and said, look, it's time to put Americans first. We're sick of these people being treated like they're God's gift to the world. In fact, we're bringing in criminals and rapists and it's time we, we take care of that. It's not like that we're falling short of it. It is Orwellian, the opposite of what he said is happening. The very armpit of what people rejected and why they rushed into the arms of Trump are now being put in charge of amnesty. So yesterday, Lindsey Graham gets called to the White House and is now the leader of a group to work on immigration. Now, Lindsey Graham is a guy who couldn't get Three tenths of a percent of the vote and had to drop out before his home state, South Carolina. No one wanted him. This is the man who said, tell the bigots to shut up, that if you believe in sovereignty, you believe in focusing on American victims of crime, victims of illegal immigration, putting Americans first. A.K.A. Trump's announcement speech. Is bigoted in the eyes of Lindsey Graham. So one would think that when Trump won, you wouldn't then put the armpit of what you voted against in charge. And now it's not like Lindsey's in charge of concocting
1: anti sanctuary legislation. How do we plug the loopholes, the UACs? No, it's there's an emergency. To give DACA amnesty.
0: Folks, this is not coming from the outside. It's not coming from Congress. I mean, it is, too. They want it. This is coming from the highest levels of the White House. You could kick. You could scream. You could call me names. You could say whatever you want. But that is what's happening. Good people in the administration who are trying to fulfill the Trump mandate are warning me of this, although this is out. I mean, Politico, Fox, they all
1: are reporting on this. There's nothing new that I'm telling you here. And we either get Trump's
0: escalator speech or we get Lindsey Graham. You can't straddle both. At some point, we as a movement need to rise up and tell Mr. Trump, the same way Elijah said on Mount Carmel, how long are you going to straddle the fence? Are you with God? Go with him. Are you with bail? Then go with him. You can't have law and order and Kim Kardashian. You can't have America first and Lindsey Graham being in charge of it. Which one is it? We are losing this very rapidly. You could say, Daniel, stop being a downer. It's nothing to do with being a downer. This is what's happening. Do you want me to lie? Do you want me to make it up? I mean, I got to warn people about this again, like there's certain things like the infrastructure spending. I disagree with it. I think it needs to be devolved to the states. Trump was always kind of like that. I'm not going to fight it that hard. I get it. I'm not going to swing at everything I see him doing that I don't like. But this folks, I mean, come on. And again, it's not one thing. It's they're pushing the DACA amnesty. They're pushing the ag amnesty. They're getting rid of E-Verify. They're pushing H2. They're pushing H1. It's across the board. They spent weeks not shutting off travel, which it seems like we've
1: really paid for that now. That's how we brought in the coronavirus. At least to the extent that we brought it in. Again, this happens. You know, King David had to be jolted. So it's the same thing
0: here. You got to wake the guy up like, hey, like, is this MAGA? I mean, this
1: this is not what's happening. I want to talk to you just about how offensive this DACA thing is. Think about it, friends. We have crises everywhere. We have
0: a border surge that's turning back the other way. We have courts mandating during a time of a
1: pandemic open borders.
0: We have the sanctuary crisis. We have the criminal alien crisis. There's
1: no clamor
0: to do anything to fulfill immigration to make it work for Americans. But the minute that there's a perception
1: that the Supreme Court will actually allow, so to speak, Trump to get rid of DACA. Oh, my gosh, but I don't want to get rid of it. We need a DACA fix. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What happened to the American people? And I'm sick of hearing about how these people are the salt of the earth. Like the Trump is
0: convinced. Trump has this cognitive dissonance where he'll say one thing, but then he'll be convinced that B is not mutually exclusive to A. So like he doesn't like illegal immigration, but he thinks there's like dreamers. Like this elite class
1: of awesome illegal aliens. Now, let me tell you something, folks. Let me tell you something, folks. Is it going to be
0: the 80 year old, 70 year old illegal aliens that are committing all the crimes doing the MS-13 activities? Or is it going to be the people of the dreamer
1: age? Well, I mean, take any demographic. It's not the older people committing the crimes. According to USCIS, roughly 8,000 people who have been given DACA were arrested for larceny. 4,200 for DUI, 3,400 for battery, 3,300
0: for assault, 1,471 for burglary, associated
1: crimes. But it's much worse than that. We don't even know how many criminals were given DACA. We don't know because criminal information
0: was only stored in the database for roughly 87,000, 10% of those who got the initial applications. It's called the Ellis system, the electronic Ellis system. And the DACA form simply asks applicants if they have, quote, ever been arrested or charged with or convicted of a
1: crime of the small universe recorded data of the answer to the self-reporting question, this is the number that self, self-reported. So, um, 66% of those who self-reported were approved. 66% of those who was, was self-reported were approved. So there's a lot more going on there. There's a lot more going on there. So, um, thirty-three thousand seven hundred nine self-reported as criminals. Ninety-four percent were granted approval. USCIS put out this data. So the universe is probably a lot larger. Remember. When you think of DACA, think
0: of UACs. It's the same demographic and it's the same age. That 40% of those arrested for MS-13 activities are the unaccompanied minors.
1: So, I mean, it's the same demographic. I mean, if you told me I'm going to give it uh, amnesty to the 70-year-olds,
0: that would actually be better than what, what they're doing with this. And folks... <laughs> I promise you this, and, and, and we see this. These are the most liberal human beings alive. These are your Bernie Sanders supporters. Every single one of them. Not only are they going to vote Democrat, but in the primary, they're going to vote for
1: Bernie over like a Biden. Biden's pretty out there himself. Of course, nothing about punishing them for the identity theft. Government serviced it. Government serviced it. No clamor. But there's a broader problem here. A double entendre. A double entendre. What do I mean by that? We're having a
0: problem with immigration enforcement, and we're having a problem with the courts, and we're mixing the two. So think about this. The courts are destroying our society. Okay, You know this. They're redefining life, redefining marriage, redefining borders, redefining election law. As we talked about yesterday with Dan Cadman, there are so many just laws that are not being enforced with devastating
1: consequences to our sovereignty, security, culture, education, schools, hospitals, the stress,
0: stealing of American citizenship, all because of the courts. Yet there is never one time, one freaking time. An impetus to act on the part of Congress to fix a bad court decision. There's no clamor for a Roe
1: fix, a Gosnell like Hellerstadt fix, an Obergefell fix, a Ninth Circuit fix when they're mandating, I mean, open borders during a
0: pandemic. Heck, they won't even have legislation dealing with the universal
1: injunctions. But the minute they perceive that the Supreme Court will finally actually rule in the right way and give us a victory, they want to, quote, fix it. And who is the guy in charge? The very guy that has been screwing Trump's
0: base for 15 years on immigration. And the voters rejected him. And Trump brings him into the White House. What do you want me to do? It's not a matter of do you like Trump or do you hate Trump, Dan?
1: I'm trying to win here. Okay. I'm trying to get him to do the right thing. Grow up. It's not about a person. You got to. If we don't, it's either. Everyone's like,
0: Daniel, do you want the Democrats? Well, no, I don't want the Democrat policies. That's exactly my point. The option is not do you want Democrats or Republicans? It's are you, at least in the short term, as long as Trump is president, are you going to get in Trump's face or is the swamp going to get in his face? It's one or the other, because if you there's no middle ground, if you don't, the swamp is already there. They have home field advantage through Mick Mulvaney, through Jared Kushner, through Chad Wolf, all the swamp in the agencies. And I'm not even getting to the deep state. This is the shallow state. These are the people he brought in, appointed. Then you got McConnell, McCarthy, Tillis, Lankford. Every GOP senator, practically. They are in his face every day of the week. We see this. We started the week out talking about endorsements. We see this with endorsements. Even I mean, think about how strong their influence is. Do you know how Jim Jordan and Mark Meadows have like how much they have put themselves out there for Trump? And Trump's supposedly very close with them. But look at how many times Trump endorsed against their candidates. That should tell you how powerful that swamp influence is in the White House. It's not like it might happen, it is
1: happening. And it, it, the deal is sealed unless we get involved. There will be an amnesty if we don't rise up, if we don't demand and say,
0: How dare you! violate the terms of the 1986 amnesty. And thereby engender another wave of people coming here and being brought here as kids like, oh, well, there's nothing we can do. We got to get the amnesty. We did that already. And, and the irony is they're already writing legislation to extend the DACA deadline of people who came in. As recently as 2014 to 2016, as a result of the first DACA. We're already dealing. I mean, we're already five years into this, seven years into this. It's, it's like it happened yesterday. Even if you believe in, in, in like dream amnesty, you would think you'd at least demand enactment of what a, the American people were promised and lied to over and over again first before you do any
1: amnesty. Is that too much to ask under a Trump administration? No less. Is that too much to ask? And that's the thing. Where do you draw the line once you tell the world that if you're brought here as
0: a kid, you're here to stay? Look at how much evil that causes. Look at the gangs and the recruitment and the stealing of families. Certainly the harm to American people, but also
1: the harm to to the Latin Americans as well. And the empowerment of the cartels. Once you believe in that philosophically, so then forget about DACA, but what about... What about all the children brought here under Trump, under this most recent iteration? Well, it's of no fault of their own. Right? But the reality is, it's also of no fault of who?
0: Of you and me, of the American sovereign. It's the fault of the politicians, the
1: countries of origin. Why should we have to pay for it? Our needs have to trump their needs
0: or desires have to yield before the american sovereign i understand it's not their fault it's not our fault either but by doing this you're going to create more and more and more people being brought here and kidnapped as children you gotta stop
1: it at some point that's what law and order is all about we can't do everything perfect you pick the best option and the most just option and a government is responsible for its own people What is so hard to understand about this? I don't get it. Now, speaking of which, what you would think there would be an emergency. So they clamped down. Finally, the numbers go back down, still higher than they were in 2017.
0: February border numbers just came out yesterday. They started to tick up
1: ever so slightly. Not a big, you know, increase. But that that is not a good sign. Clearly, what's happening is there's two things. Number one, the courts. Okay.
0: The Teletubbies in conservative media might not focus on this and understand
1: it, but you better believe those organizing these caravans. Are fully aware of it. So that's that's some of it. They they, they picture the pendulum swinging back. But very specifically, there's something I want to address very important and that is here where is this where is this rise along
0: meth fentanyl seizures rise along with single adult mexicans and unaccompanied children apprehensions single adult mexicans and unaccompanied children. I, wanna, I want you guys to understand something here. We, we did a show last week on the power of deterrent. It's true of immigration. It's true of domestic crime. Criminals exploit whatever hole you give them. You plug the hole. You deter it. You leave it open. That's exactly the avenue they're going to go. Think about what the Trump administration
1: has done. They've plugged the problem of. Of Flores for now. And the problem of family units.
0: What are the and they've plugged like asylum. They have this whole thing of sending Central Americans back and remain in Mexico. Third part, third party country. So if you pass through Mexico, you can't come here. What are the two things we have not stopped? Well, if you're a Mexican, you're you're a single Mexican, because then you can't. Then then there's, you know, you can't tell me that there's a third country to pass through. Now, again, we don't have to let them in. It's sovereignty. It's 1182F. It's inherent executive authority. But I'm just saying, based on what they did, it doesn't apply to Mexicans. And number two is
1: we didn't close the UAC loophole. That is responsible for so much damage in this country. They're still going up. I mean that—that's the beauty of this issue. You
0: don't—I mean—I would venture to say, like you know, I'm a big fan of increasing ICE's budget, and I think temporarily we do. But in the long run, it's not—you don't even need more ICE agents. If you would actually make illegal illegal, meaning like you're here, you cannot work, you will be prosecuted for identity theft, you cannot get a driver's license, you cannot get benefits, your kids don't get birthright citizenship. They won't come. I mean, it's that simple. If you tell them they come, they'll come. If you tell them they can't come, they won't come. If you tell them these types of people will come, those types of people will come. If you tell them this circumstance you could come through, they'll come through that circumstance. It's that simple. This is not some like, oh, Daniel, it's, it's too hard to solve the problem. Like, we're never gonna,
1: it's like a natural disaster. No, it's self-made. This is what needs to get in Trump's ear. But can you imagine that? The, the, the same clowns are like, we need high skilled merit labor. So that's how they're
0: giving the India handout. Then the same people turn around and bring in more
1: and more low skilled workers with no regard to what that does to the crime and the culture in our rural communities. Never gets factored in, of course, because we don't matter. And that's really what I want to do. I I,
0: I want to start off with action alerts. For those of you also who are victims of crime, no victims of crime, share your stories. Victims of illegal immigration.
1: American STEM workers getting shafted. The forgotten American. The Trump administration was supposed to be that venue. That outlet. That voice where nobody else would give voice. I'm not seeing anyone do it. So I think we need to make our own. So I look forward to that. So there's that. Then there's the crime issue. How did we allow King Solomon to be
0: supplanted? How did we allow law enforcement to not get an avenue, but instead of law enforcement in the White House, you got Kim Kardashian. How did we
1: allow that to happen? because of our silence folks i mean follow my twitter feed i don't have time to go through each case
0: but you you look at what is going on in new york and, and again this is just where we have just nypd is fighting it so they're putting out stuff it's happening elsewhere we just don't know about it it's happening in all 50 states crime is going up everywhere now nobody is deterred juveniles are not punished at all Adults are barely punished for the most violent crimes. Let's put to rest this myth of criminal justice reform, a.k.a. jailbreak, for low-level nonviolent offenders. This is all about violent offenders. Now Kim Kardashian is advocating, you know, oh, she's like, oh, that Nathaniel guy from Alabama executed last night. Oh, he was an innocent man. It's pure bull. I have the 20-page memo from the Attorney General there
1: Pure bull. He was involved in the death of three cops in Alabama in 2004. Pure bull. They got all the evidence, the witnesses, his own own testimony. They had this late hour lie that was never brought up in the trial. Kim Kardashian is running with it. Surprised she didn't get to Trump. And. Victims of crime have no um no no voice. The amount of people undeterred. You know, one of the people on our show um on our working group to I guess
0: if you'd say our volunteer steering committee of listeners that are helping out to create this um Facebook page to to start this movement. I'm going to have her on at some point, but she has an identical twin sister. Who um, was raped brutally and, and beaten twice by the same perpetrator. And the reason why it happened twice is because after the first time, the guy was let out. She begged them not to do it. She was scared of, of the guy. And the guy just um, he's let out without telling her. Shows up at her house one day while she was getting into her car, puts a 12-inch knife across her throat, and says, "I'll kill you if you scream." Took her
1: somewhere to the woods, super glued a leash to her, um, just uh,
0: did all sorts of things to her, and you know, really, really did a number on her. Uh, it's not the type of thing you, you really recover from. Now, I, I forgot how long he's going to serve, but it's certainly not life. Um, there's no voice. There's no outlet for people like that. And, and I, I want this movement to be an outlet for people like that. Many of you who have seen this on your own or you saw my Twitter feed, NYPD put out a video today, a viral video of a group of 20, 30 I guess they're teenagers, but they're they're fully grown. I mean, six footers over six feet. All men stomping a 15 year old girl. Now, they're all black, but the victim is also black as well. 15 year old girl. Um, I don't know her prognosis. She was beaten unconscious. I don't know, you know what the what condition she's in now.
1: All to get Air Jordans that were on her feet. And you look at that and you're thinking, you know,
0: these are the people that don't have Kim Kardashian's rear end flatulating on their behalf. What about her? And the reason why this video resonated so much when it went out is because not because it's an anomaly, because people know this happens all the time and it's undeterred.
1: Police are looking for them. NYPD does a good job catching people. I have no doubt they'll catch a lot of them. The, here's my prediction: the biggest perpetrators will get community
0: service and parole, and the rest of the people, nothing will happen to them. We need a mandatory minimum in this country for predatory pack violence. There is something evil about. 20, 30 people that gather around a human being like a pack of hyenas. See, what typically happens with this is is the perpetrator gets very little to begin with, but the people around never get anything. And the thing is, but part of what puts someone into such a vulnerable, lethal position. See, let's say you have a guy that comes up to you. Now, look, a 15 year old girl is one thing, but let's say, I mean, it's 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 one man is attacked by one man. Unless it's a real asymmetrical, you know, difference in uh, strength and ability. It's hard to be in such a vulnerable position that you'll be beaten to a pulp. It could happen, but it's hard. But what happens is they it never happens that way because they're a bunch of cowards and they come with friends. They come in packs. So often the other people will not necessarily wind up touching the victim But they they co-sign that person's fate because the person knows they can't kind of like get into a fighting stance, fight back. They kind of have to take it because
1: they'll be set upon. And there's nothing you can do about that. So. That is why we need
0: mandatory minimums. Again, people who participate in knockout violence, pack violence that results in death should get the death penalty. If it doesn't result in death, but serious bodily injury, we should have at least a mandatory minimum of 20 years. I promise you, we won't have to load up our jails. Maybe initially, but it will stop. It will stop, because right now, you can't blame them. And they're so into the juveniles, oh, you can't do anything to them. We're not talking about petty theft. Yeah, it's a juvenile, we we don't want to clamp down on him the way we would an adult. All right, okay, fine. But when you... When you have a victim who is beaten like that,
1: to death or not to death, it doesn't matter their age. If they're capable of that, it doesn't make the person
0: any less of a victim. And it doesn't make them any less of a public safety threat to the community at large. And in fact, it's worse. Because they're completely undeterred. The reason why you're seeing increasingly 12, 13, 14-year-olds, because they see their older brothers. In the pipeline, 16, 17,
1: 18, 19, 20, that they commit crime after crime, after crime, after crime, and nothing happens to them. You know. Remember, this happened in New York, New York City. Um. The former governor of New York
0: famously said it doesn't take more than 10 rounds to kill a deer. This was what while when he was advocating for the successful ban on magazines that hold more than 10 rounds, which is really anything manufactured, any normal handgun. And and, and now even any compact gun, it's really you've got to go to a subcompact level to find less than 10 rounds. And um. He wants to know why you need more than 10 rounds. Well, I'll tell you, friends, why you need more than 10 rounds. You need more than 10 rounds because when these very bastards that steal our guns go ahead and undeter, never lock up, release hyenas like this that are cowards and attacking packs, let me tell you,
1: 10 rounds ain't going to cut it. You need the 30, 33 round Glock mags. To deal with that. Especially because a lot of them are in drugs too. And are undeterred. Because drugs are so awesome. And we're
0: facilitating the drug crisis. While my dad. Who's yelping in pain from sciatica. Can't freaking get pain medication. That's another thing. I want, I want to hear stories of pain patients. Victims of government's war on pain patients. In order to protect. Criminal justice deform. Sanctuaries. And The gods
1: of DACA and dreamers that are trafficking this stuff. Man, am I pissed off today. But that's the truth. You need to hear it. If no one else is going to say it, I'm going to say it. And you know what? If you want to tell me, Daniel, you're always down, you know
0: my answer to you? Drop dead and go to hell. Cause I'll tell you why I'm not a full service thing. I don't need to talk about the weather and sports and, and, and be bad. I mean, we discuss a lot of things. We give a lot of information, but everyone else has this stuff covered. Okay. You could go elsewhere. They're, they're talking about it. There are hundreds of vital issues that are not being dealt with where we have the Trump mandate being hijacked by Kardashian and by Lindsey Graham. Well, someone's got to, got to hit that
1: maybe one person doing it. Name, name me, email me, tell me who, who who's doing this. If I get some help on this, I could you know, expand out a little bit and cover some other issues. <clears throat> and look, I could talk about some good things, <clears throat> but
0: you know who's doing them. People like Ken Cuccinelli, you're doing Ken Cuccinelli no favors <clears throat> by holding back. From this criticism, this is how you strengthen the hand of people like him, as well as, you know, lesser known staffers that are, are working on our side. So just strategically, it's dumb
1: to not pressure this this president. That's my biggest message I could give over. Everyone's making a mistake. Making a mistake. So anyway, I want I wanted you guys to know I'm getting
0: your emails. I, 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 I don't have. A chance to respond to everyone, but I do have someone helping me to just gather all the names, the the emails and, you know, we're going to start off small just as just just a Facebook page just to gather, comment, share stories, share information, share action alerts. Um, You know, it's also going to help me as well. You know, if you guys could produce good stories, good data, I could put it out. Not everything I do goes viral. But some things do do land and go places. I could be that conduit. It is what it is. You're stuck with me. <laughs> you know, I'm the highest level voice for this stuff. And that's not a good that's not good because it's not very high, but it's something. And, and you know, I, I need I could help you get the message out and you could help me expand the reach of the show. And it's not about me. It's not about, um, you know, a fan page for me like, hey, Daniel's awesome. This is about Just getting at everyone who is united behind this movement. uh, Just, you know, put together by the glue of this listenership. And creating a little bit more of a a bond that I think is it's it's just it's very therapeutic, if nothing else, to find sane people that actually, you know, are principled. They're not about the soap opera. They're not about cult of personalities. They just want to
1: do what's right. They're not about party politics, partisan politics, even. They care about public safety. Things like that. Um, de Blasio is now blaming, quote, bail reform for crime spike
0: as defenders question police stats. <laughs> this is from Politico. Even de
1: Blasio is, is talking about this. Well, meanwhile. Democrat voters are to the right. Of almost all my colleagues in conservative media that are literally banning people. From questioning the veracity of the Kardashian jailbreak movement. Have we reached a point where only people who are
0: cocaine traffickers and people who put out sex tapes
1: have the voice of the president? I mean, is that what it means to be a conservative now? If this is a movement, where there is no room for someone like Jeff Sessions, but there is room at the highest levels for drug traffickers and porn stars. I'm sorry. I guess I'm just not a. A clickservative. Count me out. Let's create our own movement. Because we badly need one. Mark
0: my words, I will be proven right on this. I don't want to be right because I want to try to avoid it. But that is the trajectory we're on if we don't intervene.
1: On the bright side, if you do intervene, it doesn't take much. If we augment the voice a little bit more. We will start forcing people to talk about it. I'm starting to see a little bit of momentum in the background. People waking up on the amnesty issue. More so than the crime issue. A lot to talk about with the Georgia gang bill. I'm going to have a piece out on that as well.
0: The Georgia gang legislation, Governor Kemp. You would think in a Republican state where they control everything, they have like a 105 to 73 majority in the state house. You would think it wouldn't be controversial passing anti-gang bill. Okay, this is not about drugs, although a lot of them are the ones engaging in it. It's not about low-level offenders. These, I mean, everyone's like, do something, Daniel. We need to do something about gun violence. Friends, 80% of the gun violence in America is gangs. They're not deterred. He had gang legislation. Having the death penalty for those who commit murder as part of a gang. Allowing um, criminals to be tried in one venue So what happens is gangs commit crimes like in five different jurisdictions. So the liberals will try to get them up in the liberal urban area and get them off. This way you can get a conservative county to grab them and convict them on all the crimes. And it convicted juveniles, which, again, increasingly the most violent gang members, they get sucked in early and earlier. They're juveniles. If they commit a violent crime as part of the Bloods and the Crips and MS-13. We're not talking about even, like, racketeering. This is, you know, they do a beatdown, they do an armed robbery, they do a rape. Nope, they couldn't
1: have it. All the jailbreak
0: groups came in and got all the fag Teletubby Republicans to go against Governor Ken, just like Ron DeSantis is having the problem with the legislature with E-Verify. We can't have nice things. They gutted all those provisions. (laughs) We need to be nice to the Dover we talked about this case in Georgia, where a 17-year-old with a lifetime rap sheet already let go for a carjacking, ar- arm robbery. He went on to grab a woman, a mother of two, in a park, just randomly. She was jogging, beat her to a, within an inch of her life, raped her, did a number on her. There was actually a real man that, for once, this wasn't in New York City. So there was a real man there that 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 got a hold of him and I think stopped him. Otherwise, he was. He was going to choke her to death or something. Um,
1: And even after that, the guy was offered 100,000 bail. I'm not sure if he wound up posting it, but he was offered bail. There's another gang member
0: recently. This just came out in the Atlanta Journal of Constitution. I'll have it in my article. This guy who um, committed rape of an 11-year-old,
1: armed robbery, and murder. I forget what gang he was a part of. But he was... He was 15 and he did all of that. Those are the people. Those are the people that have the weight
0: of the universe of, as, as Jeff Sessions says, the masters of the universe, the criminal industrial complex, the Kim Kardashians, the Lindsey
1: Grahams, the Tim Scotts, the Lanky Lankfords behind them. But the victims. They may as well, they could drop dead and they will die. More people will die. Thanks to these policies. There are certain things I could let go. Issues that deal with sovereignty,
0: immigration and crime, I cannot let that go. And when I see on the core MAGA promises. This president being roped in to the antithesis, the armpit of what he campaigned against and have Him lending his weight to that, thereby co signing us our death warrant on these issues. Things that the Jeb Bushes of the party could never accomplish, he will accomplish for the left. Am I supposed to remain silent? Am I supposed to have some sort of like metric where I like balance out my show? Well, okay, uh, you know, talk about how awesome this thing Trump did too. I mean, do we really need to focus on that now? If you think I'm wrong, drop me an email, Theodore at blazemedia.com. But until then, we are on our way again. I don't want to overpromise. It's it's going to be a Facebook page, okay? It's you know, th- th- my hope is that this is a platform to build on bigger and better things. My dream of citizen le- citizen um, policy making, pressuring. Inside out, outside in. Hopefully it could be born out of this, but all this is now is just a fan page. When I say fan page, I mean a way of guys connected through this show of networking on the issues, not about like my personality, like some of these other show um, fan pages. There's there's nothing too exciting about my life that you want to talk about. Um, I'm just like you. I, I am no different than any of you listening. I just happened to maybe not be as talented as you guys uh, to get a real job. So I wound up doing this for a living. And by God, if I'm going to be put into this position, I'm going to use it for Micah
1: 6 8. I'm going to try to do what's right. May God guide us in this path forward, give us the acumen,
0: give us the strength, the stamina to do what's right, to walk in his ways, to get in the ears of others that have leverages leverage of power to protect the innocent to work on the prosperity and safety of our fellow countrymen there's nothing even conservative or partisan about that this is something that i think really resonates with with more people than you think let's grow the movement let's get together have a terrific weekend We'll be back Monday, same time, same place. We're going to have candidates on again. We're going to go back to candidates. Send me your candidates you want me to have on the show as well. God bless you all, and have a terrific weekend.